Sorry, Cap, and welcome to another Funky Pod Media Friday. It's Friday, and you know what it means. We talk about all things media and what happened in the media. And I do it every week for the past two months, unfortunately, talking about Myanmar, still doing the same thing. And this time, the Myanmar junta actually said, hey, yeah, we had a coup here, but don't you dare call us junta. So the Myanmar junta told the media not to call them junta. So don't call us junta. Junta means like it's a, a military takeover, military government, forced government by the military that, that took over um, from the elected government. And that's what happened in Myanmar. So all the media refers to the Myanmar military government, to junta. Now the military government said, don't call us junta. So I urge everybody working in the media, doing vlogs, podcasts, and whatnot, don't never ever call the Myanmar junta junta again because they don't like it. And we don't want to hurt the Myanmar's junta, junta's feelings. Juntas have feelings too. Hashtag juntas have feelings too. So Myanmar junta, I'm very sorry for calling you junta, even though I never know how to pronounce it. This is junta, chanta, junta. <laughs> I think it's junta, right? G-U-N-T-A. So don't call the Myanmar junta junta because they're not a junta. The junta. Junta. Hashtag Myanmar junta. Hashtag Myanmar junta. Hashtag. You got it. Okay. Now, speaking of hashtags, you remember me too? Yeah. <laughs> me me too. I remember that too, okay? It was a bad joke. I'm sorry. Um, but the originator of the hashtag, no, not Alyssa Milano. <laughs> um, the one guy who got sent to prison basically based on the back of the Me Too movement, Bill Cosby. He's a free man again. He served two and a half years. And no, he didn't get freed because uh, his sentence was three to ten years, I believe which is ridiculous that you can get away with rape. I mean, 10 years, yeah, it's a lot, but I mean, you can get with rape, get, get away with rape. And he would have served three probably. Um, so now he's out after two and a half years because of some, I think, issues like how the trials have been structured, set up and so on. So I listened to a lot uh, and I think I got it. I'm not sure if I can explain it because not a native speaker. Um, I couldn't even explain it in German, to be honest, though. So apparently there's a difference between civil lawsuits and criminal lawsuits. And they thought they wouldn't get it on a criminal, in a criminal lawsuit, on a criminal trial. So they went for a civil. And then based on what he said, so the, the deal was, okay, they, they go for it on a civil lawsuit, but then they could not run or trial him in a criminal trial or something like this. And then based on what he said in that civil lawsuit when he, took, when he took the stand, the deal was he could not plead the Fifth Amendment, which is like, I don't say anything that, that could inflict harm to myself or something along those lines, right? And then, But then they used what he said in this civil lawsuit against him to press more charges, I believe. Uh, something along those lines. So anyways, and now the court said that's not just... And that's why he's out. So it's not that he's a free man. It's not that they said, no, it's wrong. They just said there was an error in the way it has been processed. And that's why we have to dismiss the case. Hmm. So from a pure, from a point of view, looking at like how the law is structured, 
that does make sense. And lots of lawyers on Twitter said, makes sense. He's still guilty because he did it, so he still should be in jail. But the pure law point of view, unfortunately, in this case, makes sense. Yeah, so getting away with jello pudding and rape. Congratulations, Bill Cosby. I hope you're happy. It's crazy that you can get away with rape, right? Even if I mean, even if you would have served the time three years, even ten years, way too much. I heard it on the Flaker and Two pod. Um, it was a great example. Like we all think, oh, okay, Bill Cosby, he's seventy something, he's blind, he's sick, and whatnot. Yeah, but what if he would be if he would have been like twenty five, and then comes out after two and a half years, and he's 27, 27 and a half, and then he lives his life like happily ever after. Is it okay? Well, even even if he wouldn't, there wouldn't have been this error. If he comes out after three years, he raped someone. He raped. There are hundreds of women coming out, right? He's convicted. He goes to jail and he comes out after three years. He, he does it if he's 25. He comes out at 28 and then lives another, I don't know, 50, 60 years happily ever after. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, weird. Um, I'm curious. I really want to hear what you think. Um, the media has not been too kind to Bill Cosby, which I understand. Also, the PR people behind Bill Cosby's Twitter. You had, you had two and a half years to prepare for this. And then they post a picture of him like doing like the victory pose or something. And then just like posting like a quote or whatever, like how he's happy that like law is just some BS like this. Like, if you are a convicted rapist, maybe shut up. And maybe don't post your victory picture on Twitter. Like, what in the world? Oh, God, this... Back then already, like in 2016, when it first came out and they posted like this meme of him, like this this funny funny meme with the funny faces that he's making. Like, hey, best caption wins. And then everyone was like doing like rape captions. The PR people of Bill Cosby are terrible. Bill, Dr. Huxtable. I don't like you because I think you're a rapist. But even I would have done a better job than you PR people who are supposed to like you and are supposed to work for you. I don't think they are. Terrible. Check it out on at Bill Cosby on Twitter. It's ridiculous. What's also a bit disappointing is that Claire Huxtable <laughs> is his uh, on-screen wife from the Cosby show, uh, Felicia Rashad. She came out and, of course, defending Bill Cosby, being all like, um, yeah, uh, this was like arrow in the system or whatever. Great, great to see that everything is just now. Um, yeah, I like her. She's replacing Creed too. If you if you haven't seen the Cosby Show, she plays the mom in Creed uh, as well. Um, yeah, let's move on. Bill Cosby is out. I don't think he's gonna go back into the public eye. Like, why would he? Unless he really needs money. But um, one thing is also controversial in other parts of the world, in Europe, in my home country of Germany. Um, so right now it's the European Championship. Let's not talk about it. Very disappointing. Um, but we expected it, but still very disappointing. Um, while the European Championship was going on, they passed like a new law in Germany that, that would allow the government to ask the social media providers to hand over um, records of your conversations. They need they need court, the court to sign off on that. They need judges to sign off on that, of course. But what I just learned the other day is apparently that if the police asks for that for, from the, the judge, 
the judge signs it, okay, move on. If the judge denies it, the judge has to explain why he denies it. So it's easier to actually approve it because they don't have to give any explanation. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, so they, they waived this or they created this new law. Then there was like one step further that is, would have made it even easier. So I'm trying to like dump it down for myself right now. Um, this got blocked in parliament, but it still could move on because there's like a special special investigation unit of the parliament. And if they say it's still necessary and they don't need the majority of the parliament, I believe, and they could still make this law a thing. Yay, freedom of speech, my ass. Like, I mean, you could be like, yeah, I don't have anything to hide, I'm not a terrorist, yeah, neither am I, but I still don't want everyone to just, I don't know, look at my interactions on social media. Huh. Hmm. Do I need to make sure that I have like always now perfectly styled pictures on my phone or send it around? So just in case someone someone from the German FBI is watching. <laughs> yeah, this disappointing. And this also this always happens during big events, especially during World Cup. I think during the World Cup 2014 or something, I don't remember, 2010, whatever, way back then. Um, they increased the, the VAT, I believe, at, at, at some point, also in Germany. It's always like this, like, but it's not only in Germany, it's not everywhere. Like, there are big events happening, and then there's some laws passed. The passing of this law was not covered in any major newspaper, at least not, not on the front page or anything. Nowhere where people would see it, right? You have to really read through, like, the last pages and so on um, to actually find those news there. And so that's that's kind of... Disappointing, of course, from the government because you would assume that, hey, the government is there to help me. Yeah, no. Ah, and now those those conspiracy people, of course, get fueled like, yeah, I told you, I told you, the government is out to, to, to get us and to listen to us all the time. Ah, how disappointing is this? If you're watching this podcast or you're listening to the podcast, shout out, let me know what, what your government, if you're not from Germany, what your government did like during... Maybe during the Euros right now, if you're from one of the countries that's, that's doing well, maybe they use the time too. If you're from, I don't know, Denmark, Czech Republic, Fr uh, not, from, not from France. <laughs> if sorry, we have we share the same uh, the same problems here. Um, Italy, Spain, England, even. I hate you. <laughs> but if you're from one of those countries, let me know. Did the government pass something weird over there as well? Be curious to to, to share or to, to compare. From the US to the NBA finals, I don't know if that's, that's big enough of a distraction or what's happening. Just let me know if the government does some uh, dodgy things like this as well. Here in Thailand, um, they shut down like the restaurants again during due to COVID cases increasing right now, while Thailand opened, like one island in Thailand opened up for tourism this week. Why is this happening? We have the most COVID cases ever in Thailand right now. I think yesterday we had like 6,000 on a day. I think we're number one right now. Um, yeah, and the most deaths ever in Thailand recorded due to COVID as well. Don't want to be a fear mongering here, um, but it's just kind of interesting to see how this is like, like uh, opening up most cases. Nevertheless, I understand tourism is important for economy and so on. And it's not a Thailand podcast. My Thailand podcast airs on Tuesday, Thailand Tuesday. Tune in then. But what I wanted to say is when they announced the shutdown of the restaurants in Bangkok and some of the southern provinces, they announced it on a Saturday night. Like, hey, it's Saturday weekend, Saturday night. No one's watching. No one's listening. Let's just announce it. 
And you wake up Sunday morning like, well, the restaurant's closed tomorrow, what? Yeah. Um, yeah, also like a weird tactics. So let me know if your government is running weird tactics as well. And if the media is playing along with this, I, I can't even, I don't understand why it's not a bigger outrage in mainstream media. Yes, there, is, there are some media outlets also in Germany that talk about it. But why isn't a bigger outrage than like a mainstream media, like how the government does those things? So let me know how this is in, uh, in your country, in your area. Mm. Maybe, and you, I hope if you listen, watch um, regularly, you know I love smooth transitions. Maybe things would be better if you had faster communication, which we could have thanks to Elon Musk, because Elon Musk says, hey, Starlink is up there and it's kind of ready, actually. We have, we've got, let me check, 1,700 satellites up there. Um, we operate in a dozen countries, uh, expand the co expanding the coverage every month. Let's go. So Elon Musk, well, I'm say, I wanted to say make like a Tony Stark comparison, but I'm thinking about it. I'm like, maybe he's a villain. Once Starlink links up, Elon Musk controls our entire communication. With one snap of the finger, he shuts everything down. He takes off his reptilian mask. <laughs> huh. What do you think about Starlink? I mean, it's cool to give like more internet access to people and so on. Yes, cheaper, I guess. But are we scared? Should we be scared of Elon Musk? He owns the stars, he owns underground, he owns everything. Should we be scared of Elon? He owns Dogecoin. Should we be scared of Elon Musk? I said it as a joke. Now after I said it, I'm kind of serious about it. We are all like scared of AI. We should Maybe we should be scared of Elon Musk. Someone stop Elon Musk. Hashtag stop Elon Musk. Unless he drives the Bitcoin price up, then don't stop Elon Musk. But other than that, hashtag I'm making it a thing now, stop Elon Musk until he comes, unless he comes on the podcast, then maybe I'll take it back. <laughs> um, speaking of more hashtags, uh, that's our theme today, it seems. Hashtag free Britney. The judge denied Britney Spears request to remove her father from the con conserva conservator, conser uh, not a native speaker, conservatorship, right? Conservatorship, weird word for me as a German, I don't know. Conservatorship, conservatorship. <laughs> Anyways, the judge denies Britney Spears' request to remove her dad, but the judge said the dad has no less powers, but he's still the conservator, is that the thing? Yeah, so I, I can't speak that much to it. I don't know, Britney, I'm, I've never been in her shoes. Um, from what we hear right now, her situation is super annoying. But we talked about it last week, right? So let's not go down the road again. But um, yeah, why wouldn't the judge remove the dad though from this conservatorship? I'm getting the, I'm getting a hang of it. Um, there must like maybe she is not really well. I don't know. It's hard. I feel for her. The pictures coming out of her now that you see, like from the paparazzi and so on. I mean, first of all, leave her alone. But then when you see those pictures, um, she doesn't look well. But then, of course, the situation must stress her out a lot, right? So I, I can't imagine how that feels. So it's a tough, it's it's a tough situation. We can't really say much about it. But um, I do hope 
she's getting the help that she needs and I hope her dad doesn't interfere much anymore and I don't know what's what's the choice like what's the the route to take here if, if you have any idea um let me know now all the celebs are still coming out like Justin Timberlake and so they're all coming out like saying hey um I feel for you Brittany and like leave her alone let her be and, and what and whatnot yeah but where have you been when she struggled people really shouldn't they have known better those people that are in the same biz and like a, a bit closer to her I don't know um, yeah, but at least now let's hope that it all works out for her. I don't want to talk too much about it. Leave her alone. Leave hashtag leave Britney alone as well. Um, okay, before we go down to some deep stuff, I have to announce, uh, so I read some news that are really important. Um, LinkedIn made some crucial changes to the network. And um, well, the changes are that from now on, and brace yourselves, you can add your pronouns to your LinkedIn profile. <sighs> and don't cancel me. I didn't even get my break yet, so don't cancel me if, if I make jokes about this and I'm all for it, but this announcing this as, as like a groundbreaking change is just a little, little bit like, I don't know. Hey, groundbreaking changes. You can now choose your pronouns. Yeah, just implement it and it's good. But I mean, it's just, we talked about this last week too, there's like this, riding the wokeness wave, right? Do it, yes, fantastic. You don't need to cash in on every everything. If you do something right, you don't need to be like, hey, I'm doing something right, just do it, right? If people think it's newsworthy, they're gonna talk about it, but you don't need to be like, hey, announcing, we're doing something right. Yeah, congratulations, you're supposed to do things right. Ah, I hate this wokeness wave riding, wokeness surfing. Let's call it wokeness surfing. Hashtag wokeness surfing. That's a thing now. Um, what's also a thing? And now I'm getting cancelled. What's also a thing? It was on TMC this week. Uh, British influencer identifies as Korean after 18 surgeries to look like BTS singer. He's like, finally, I'm Korean. <laughs> He's transracial. So he identifies as Korean. I want to know what the PC social justice or movement is saying to this. I'm not saying anything. Good on you, mate. Good on you, mate. You're Korean now. Congratulations. You're Korean now. Because it's only about how you look. Congratulations. There has been reports. There have been reports out there, by the way, of people saying that he's just chasing. Um, fame and that he doesn't really care about Korean culture or anything. He just does it to be famous and to get attention. To those people who say, how dare you mock a trans-racial person like this? How dare you? Don't hurt his feelings? Seriously. Let me know what you think about transracialism. <laughs> uh, other news from someone who actually achieved something. Sir Tim Berners-Lee, I don't think he identifies as Korean. Uh, I think he still identifies as British, which is... Okay, I'm sorry for Tim Berners-Lee. Um, but he, he's the guy who basically invented the internet, right? Um, back then when he was working at, at CERN and uh, they wrote the code to exchange information between like academics, researchers, and then they made it public and then the internet happened and so on 1990, whatever. And he, he pushed CERN to release the code into the public, public domain, so it's not copyrighted, right? So that's why then the internet was so open and everyone could work with it. 
Now he sold an NFT of the original code with his signature for 5.4 million. Um, I think it was auctioned off on Sotheby's, right? Yeah, so he sold an NFT of the code with his signature via Sotheby's for 5.4 million. For, for first of all, Congratulations to Tim Berners-Lee. You certainly deserve all the money in the world for inventing the internet, basically. Um, but there are now some controversies out there. So lots of like researchers in the area of like conservatory, <laughs> I keep using this word, uh, and history when it comes to archival content and so on, um, they say, yeah, wait, so this is a bad precedent because now if people who created something, you know, sell NFTs for their historical creations, then maybe others who do research and don't have the money um, to obtain those NFTs, they might not be able to access those NFTs, those historical codes and so on, to build up on them, to do research and so on. So that's, that's one thing that's out there. The other thing is, it's kind of goes against what actually the open internet stands for like free exchange of everything but then again the code isn't copyrighted it's just basically his signature of his original so i mean you know nfts by now so um personally i do understand why some researchers are worried about it they're like hey if this continues and then everything is minted and nft'd then maybe you don't have access to it anymore but actually nft just means you are the owner of that instance of the code, for example, but the code is still free and out there. So if this is all being done like this, it shouldn't be a problem. And I mean, if you invent the internet, you certainly deserve some recognition and some hard earned money. And he said he's gonna donate most of it anyways, um, or parts of it, maybe not most of it. So um, I don't have a problem with this, but maybe I just don't see uh, the bigger problem there. The last thing that now, of course, lots of critics I bring up again is, that uh, most NFTs run on the Ethereum blockchain. Ethereum is still rather environmental unfriendly. It just it has a big carbon footprint, uh, apparently, according to Elon Musk as well. Uh, I think Bitcoin even more so. I should do some research on this. But they say, okay, Ethereum has a huge carbon footprint. So um, if you keep doing this NFTing thing, um, that's just not good for the environment. That's what they say. And that's also some hate directed towards Sir Tim Berners-Lee because he should know better and he shouldn't be supporting NFTs and so on. That's what they say. What do you think? Let me know. Did it make the right step there? From a personal point of view, totally understand, of course. Um, what else do we have on the news? Oh yeah, Google. This time no privacy, not yet. <laughs> Google and Europe. And this time Europe didn't sue Google. Well, not again, not yet. It's gonna happen for sure, don't worry. Google launches a new medical app and they're gonna launch first in Europe, not in the US. Usually you think you can do whatever you want in the US, but the FDA didn't approve. It's a dermatology app, didn't approve the app yet. So maybe Google didn't pay enough just yet. But in Europe, apparently they already got the stamp of approval. And I read an article, apparently it's rather easy to get approval in Europe. I did not expect to read this. I thought it's gonna be really tough in Europe because privacy and whatnot, but apparently like just medical stuff is really easy to get approved because it's self-certified. That's what I read. I'm not sure if it's true. Anyways, it's going to be a medical uh, app for dermatology. So you basically, I guess, you take pictures of your skin 
um, and then it will analyze it for you. It's supposed to go live within this year, so end of the year, December. Um, but let's see how it works. And I'm sure there will be privacy issues because maybe it's easy to get like the medical approval there. Still can't imagine that. But privacy-wise, then once you share the data, once the app goes live and once data is being shared, um, even between different countries and between different um, players, then the government's going to be like, wait. <laughs> Privacy is really a big thing in, in Europe, and that's what Google usually gets sued for. So this is a bold move. Let's see how that plays out. And will you use a, will you use a medical app with a Google medical app, and then Google gets all your medical data, not like they have enough data of you already. And remember, they had like this medical app, Google Health, I think 2015 or so. I don't remember. And then it had to shut down because of privacy problems. Well, let's see how this goes. Will Will you use the Google medical app? Hmm. Um, speaking of smooth transition, smooth transition, the internet. <laughs> I saw a video uh, where, like, we had a protester in the U.S. confronting, getting confronted by a cop. The cop said, "You move the banner." That the the activist said, "Like, no, we're we're allowed to be here." And then they back and forth, and then they filmed the, the police officer, and then the police officer starts playing Taylor Swift music. And they're like, "What's happening right now?" And so he played the Taylor Swift music, so that the Taylor Swift music will be on the video of the protester, so that if they upload it. It's going to get taken down because of a takedown notice. <laughs> um, interesting move. I don't think this is how it works anymore, though. Facebook, maybe. I think Facebook takes things down faster than YouTube from experience. But as long as it's like fair use and blah, 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 uh, it should not be a problem. Just, just background music, I can't imagine it. Like just noisy background music triggers that like all the time. But maybe it works, so that's why they share it amongst the force. And like, hey, if this happens, play some pop music, so then they're going to take it down. Interesting move. Um, yeah, let me know if you have some more info there. Um, kind of funny. But if YouTube figures it out, then uh, they're going to have a filter or whatever. So if it's background sounds, then don't take it down or whatever, I guess. Um, one of my most favorite announcements this week or favorite findings this week is with Windows 11, that looks like macOS we discussed it last week. The blue screen of death is gone. And don't be sad, it's gonna be replaced by a black screen of death. Isn't this much more impactful? <laughs> Finally, 30 years or whatever later, eventually Microsoft embraces the screen of death and goes like, it's black. Yes, Good. that's maybe one reason why I should switch to Windows. Uh -huh. All right, what else do we have in the news? Oh, yeah, we talked about this like last week or like the week before. Jeff Bezos is going to be the first billionaire in space. And no, he's not going to be the first billionaire in space because he plans to fly to space on July 20th with his brother and some guy who bought a seat, right, by an auction. Richard Branson is like, hold my galactic spaceship. I'm going to fly on July 11th. Actually, the plan was to have him fly, to have two more tests flights and then have Branson fly. But now, I guess after the, the Bezos announcement, Branson's like, I want to be the first one. And so they moved him to the front. And so now he's going to fly July 11, basically in, in, in almost like a bit, bit more than a week from now, eight days or so, eight or nine days from now. That's when Richard Branson is going to go to space. Congratulations. Let's see if he comes back. <laughs> um, 
I'm thinking about a smooth transition. Okay, forget about the smooth transitions for today. Uh, we talked about EU already. We talked about COVID a little bit. Let's bring it together. The EU launched um, vaccine passports now, so digital vaccine passports with like QR codes and so on. And Germany has been done for a bit already. I think they already have like 5 million certificates are so issued so you can just show it then and then you're like okay cool you got the vaccine everything they accept um astrazeneca johnson johnson moderna and pfizer um those are the ones that are um, accepted right now here in thailand we also have sinopharm and sinovac they are not accepted in the eu right now so just an, as an fyi all right so then if you have this thing uh, you can just freely travel between countries in the eu you don't have to quarantine anymore and so on if you can show that you have uh, the if that you're fully vaccinated all right uh, here in thailand there's an app for thai people as a foreigner i am not allowed to use the app for whatever reason uh, i think probably because i can't log in with my citizen id because i don't have a citizen id i have a passport and it might not work or whatever so i have a paper it says i'm vaccinated like a a4 paper very handy to carry around all right um yeah are you are you using the the app i can use the digital vaccine passport it's sort of cool for you to have it in the app so that it's again in the cloud and then the government and so on can access this or is it a privacy thing and you would rather not again let me know here uh, i think that's that's interesting um what's also interesting is that twitter announced this week yeah you know, I'm, I'm all over the place again i'm sorry i should have structured it better but I was just too excited to get this thing started. My, also, my microphone was broken for a week, so now I fixed it. I'm like, yes, let me record again. So, Twitter announced that, or they consider, they announced that they consider <laughs> that they might let you limit your tweets to a certain audience. You could have a list like trusted friends or just limit your audience. Basically, like a Facebook post or like an Instagram, Instagram story or whatever, or Instagram post, you say only for close friends, only for this audience. Groundbreaking. Twitter, groundbreaking. Like right now, all the social networks, they just copy each other even more. Like, hey, what features do they have? We don't have them yet. Let's just bring them in. Like, they used to try to find what sets them apart. Now they try to be like more similar to each other. Like, great Twitter, great, fantastic. Be more like Facebook, sure, why not? Um, all the social networks, by the way, they announced, um, like Twitter, TikTok, Google, Facebook, by the way, TikTok, sponsor of the european championships weird and shows you how much money they must have insane anyways uh, twitter tiktok google facebook promised to boost protection for women online the announcement came at the un generation ecology forum in paris yeah well obviously <laughs> and it's what they have to say uh, good on them of course i wonder how they're gonna do it more censorship more monitoring uh, hmm yeah I wonder. Um, first thing that happened to me, by the way, just this week, not with women, but a friend of mine, well, okay, she's a, she's a woman, she posted something on Facebook, and I, I found a follow-up thread on Reddit. I'm like, hey, I found something related to your post on Reddit, check it out, posted the Reddit link. Facebook blocked me for spamming. What? So this shows how awesome the automatic uh, detection works, because it was not a spam link, obviously. Maybe just because it's Reddit, I don't know. Fantastic job, Facebook. Fantastic. Let's see how they um, how they uh, will boost the protection of women. More censorship, more profile screening, more bans. If you say something inappropriate, you can flag people easier. I don't know. Let me know how how can you make social media safer for women. 
Um, oh yeah, this is what I want to talk about. I think that's awesome. There's a so new social media app out there called Getter. Um, oh god, I forgot the name of this guy. The former, the former PR guy from Trump. He he's behind that. Um, the young guy who looks like he's 75, like with no hair, even less hair than me. Um, so he he runs that app Getter, and it, it looks like Twitter. Uh, but it's of course for free speech and you can say whatever you want and the check marks are not blue, they're red. <laughs> and the logo is like this red, I think it's a flame or something. Uh, you look very Republican, of course. Um, yeah, but finally, smart move, but Trump uh, is not on there yet, I believe. He's not desperate enough yet to go on Getter. Uh, <coughs> but just wait for it. Once he's on Getter, it's going to blow up. Uh, Interesting move. Did you try it yet? I, I didn't try it, to be honest. I just saw some screens. Um, I'm not a target audience, I believe, but uh, yeah, get her. Are you going to get Getter? Is Getter going to get you? <laughs> Free speech on Getter. Let me know if you, if you tried it. Just interesting to see, like... I mean, no, it's... Actually, it makes sense why they want to have their own... I was about to say, it's only going to be, like, the same people on there, but of course, they want to have their own bubble. You, In this case, you want to be in the in the echo chamber um, and like just push each other and like ride each other up. You don't want to have other voices in there. So that makes complete sense actually. All right, two more things that I want to mention here. Um, a, or oh, first, not related to second, by the way, uh, Robin Hood filed for IPO. And so then had, they had to basically and show their income and so on. And it showed that Dogecoin helped the revenue of Robinhood skyrocket this year. And they're hating on like those, or how do you call it, short traders. I know people trade like all the hip stuff, Dogecoin, AMC, and so on, which also had quite some impact, by the way, on Robinhood's um, uh, money, uh, finances. So they hate on them, uh, but then they make money with it. And also they paid, I think, 70 million, that's what I read, uh, in fines because they suspended trading for like AMC stock and so on. Uh, and they just easily, like, just see, okay, pay 70 million, 70 million fine. Okay. Will you buy Robinhood stocks? Last question. No, I won't, but it's also because I'm in Thailand. <laughs> I stick with cryptocurrency trading. Hey. <laughs> All right, last thing that I, that I want to talk about is uh, Netflix. So uh, right now, I'm watching two, th I, I watched one thing, I'm watching another thing on Netflix. So what I watch right now is called, this is Pop, is it, that's the name? This is Pop, music. this is Pop. So it basically um, highlights how pop music developed, like one episode is about country music, another one is about Britpop, but auto-tune, T-Pain and so on. One is about festivals. That one annoyed me a little bit because it was very US-centric. It ignored like the great festival culture outside of the UK. They talk about UK and US, but there's so much more like festival culture in Europe and in South America and so on. So that's, they left this out a little bit, but nevertheless, still uh, a great show so far. And then very big number one in Thailand, I think with many places around the world, Sex Life. I hated it. Sex Life was the worst Netflix shows I watched in a while. That's maybe because I don't watch many bad shows. If I see not interested, I don't watch it. But Sex Life, freaking annoying. It's like I'm back in the 90s, early 2000s, and, and watch like uh, 
a soft erotic porn thing at like midnight on a shitty shitty channel somewhere like what the hell uh, oh terrible the cast might even be okay I read like that they're actually good actors but I don't know the script the, the filming how the angles the editing the filmmaking per se like terrible it's like a cheap porn movie like a soft porn it's I don't understand why people like it. It's so annoying. If you want to see naked people, go to Pornhub. Seriously. The, oh, I hated this. I hated it with a passion. Sex Life is the worst shows I've seen on Netflix in forever. Ever. Now feel free to let me know why I don't understand Sex Life. What's wrong with me? Why it is the best show in the world? Feel free to shout out via social media in the comments, wherever you listen or watch. Um, at Funkipod on social media or by email funkipod at gmail.com as always thanks for being here um, don't forget to like share subscribe leave reviews if you like it if you didn't like it don't leave a review if you like it leave a, leave a review that really helps uh, to get found so thank you very much for this and stay safe take care I'll see you soon Sorry, help.